What's going on, Military Cashflow? Welcome to another episode. How are you doing today, Mike? Doing good, man. I, I can't complain. I'm doing well, should I say. Let's use proper uh, grammar here. Nah, man, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, the team's uh, rocking and rolling. I'll tell you what, man. I'm going to put out a, a video here down the line about this nightmare refinance that I have going on. It's, it's been ridiculous. It's now mm. over seven months from whence the process started on the refi. On a refinance? Started. But on I a own, refinance? Yes, I own the properties 100%. They were fully renovated and fully occupied. And it's still taking seven months. A lot of this stuff has to do with uh, the appraisers saying that the market was a tertiary market that they, oh, I have to drive an hour to get out there. I was like, hey, I'll pay you extra. They was like, well, you know, we don't want to be affected by COVID. I'm like, all right, now you're pissing me off. Put on a mask. <laughs> Get your ass out there. So I'll make a video about it. But beyond that, man, I mean, that's finally wrapping up. We finally closed uh, two of the properties. We're finally fully refinanced. There's one more. Um, and so we'll see where that goes. But beyond that, man, I'm doing well. Doing well. How about yourself, man? That's What's going great. on with you? Dude, I'm doing awesome, man. We got to talk to uh, to one of my former co-workers, Sarn Wong, and she's doing amazing things. Anytime that I can, that, that I hear great things from people that I've worked with in the past, especially when it involves, involves real estate, like, like that's really motivating. Like that, that's that fulfillment. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of things that people get fulfillment out of life. But one of the things that I really, really, truly, truly get fulfillment out of um, is, is when I, when I see other people doing great things and, and it's not usually just only in the military, it's mainly when they're doing things in their personal life, because mm -hmm. I feel like, um, when you do great things in your personal life, it automatically kind of transfers over to the military life, but you have a bigger effect on people. In, in, my, in my opinion, I think that um, you have a, a larger effect and a larger reach on people uh, when you're doing things in your, your personal life, because that truly transforms people and changes their entire life. Like, so um, I, I'm really, really passionate about that. I, I really get pumped up when I, when I speak to people and they're doing great things. And, and I just love it, man. That's, that's why you guys probably hear, you guys hear about me bragging on people all the time. Like, yeah, you know, um, my buddy Mike's doing this, you know, I got a buddy, uh, uh, Jamil's doing this, my buddy, this guy's doing this, this guy like I just I get so much fulfillment off of seeing my friends do great things and people that I know do great things it's just um it's just awesome to see the journey and see the progression of people so um that's that's one thing I've been reflecting on lately is just um uh, getting in contact with my friends or the people that I typically talk to. I got people that I've been in mastermind our own little mastermind groups for like years and you and all those plans that that they made or that we talked about you know, five, six, you know, four or five years ago, they're all coming to fruition and they're actually, you know, really starting to gain steam. And I don't know, man, that's just, it's, it's really, really uh, rewarding to hear that. Um, or even though, even if I had like the smallest little, you know, part in it, even if I was just a sounding board of, of an idea that a person had, you know, four years ago and to see it come to fruition, it's just, it's just awesome, man. So Get off my soapbox. Yeah. I'll get off my soapbox now. No, nah, man. Uh, no, nah, but it but it is super empowering. And and Shelby and I were talking about that the other day too, just seeing how many lives that we can impact. Because like you mentioned, it's it's not necessarily about that one individual that you've impacted. Once you impact that one individual, who knows who they're going to out there to reach, right? And not to say because we're 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 both extremely humble in the fact that we understand that we're just sharing information. We're not taking credit for anybody else's success with that information, right? But for example, there was somebody who inspired Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn then inspired Tony Robbins. And just when you start seeing like that, how many lives did those individuals impact, right? Um, that's what, what kind of brings it all home for me as well. So, uh, and, and one thing I love about the, today's podcast is she expresses her gratitude towards you about everything that, that you impacted her on her journey, but she is so relatable. Her story is so pure in a sense, right? She tells about her journey coming from, from China as an immigrant, being very accomplished here in the States, even with a master's degree and still being required to join the military just to get citizenship. But none of that slowed her down. As soon as she heard about the blueprint, she just followed it step-by-step. Step. She didn't overcomplicate it. And in less than a year, she has two duplexes, four rental units, but crushing it, great cash flow, and then boom, sitting in Germany, ready to get her third when she gets back. Super powerful. 
It's crazy, man. And and it just just a sneak peek. I mean, she's cash flowing over two thousand dollars off of two duplexes because she she had the she had the foresight to kind of pay, try to pay one off as early as possible. So it's just yeah. like this. This story is amazing. This I, I think I, I and. If you guys have listened to some of the past episodes, there's two soldiers that I brag on um, pretty often. I'm like, hey, you know, I've had these two soldiers and, you know, they, they started taking action and now they're, they have two duplexes or now they're doing this, now they're doing that. And she's one of the two soldiers. So I'm really, really happy that um, she, she wanted to come on and, and share her stories with other, others in hopes to um, inspire others. You know, she's, she's literally, at the time before she PCS'd, she was living rent-free she was cash flowing and she was saving all of her BH. Think about what that would do for you in your situation. If you want the blueprint, uh, stay tuned and listen to the episode. Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn and Mike Glassby. And this is the Military Cash Flow Podcast, where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now, let's get started creating this military cash flow. What's going on, military cash flow family? Today, we have a very special guest. Mincy Wong's in the house. She's a, a former co-worker of mine, and she's doing absolutely great things. Uh, Mincy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, please let us know a little bit about yourself, um, where you're at, and what you're doing. Um, my name is Mincy Wong. I'm a staff sergeant serving uh, the U.S. Army, stationed in Germany right now. Um, I I was born and raised in China. I came to United States in 2009 and joined military in 2016. Fort Drum was my first duty station. I was there for five years. During that five years, I bought a two duplex house over there. And this February, I just PCS to Germany, start my journey here. Yeah, that's about my background. Nice. Uh, and how, how long are you going to be in Germany? Uh, should be three years. Let's see. Okay. Okay. And that's very typical for, for military folks to get PCS like that. But it was great that you were able to establish two rental properties. Sorry, right. four rental properties because it's two different du duplexes, right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. How are you enjoying Germany? What's what's that like up there? Where are you at? And uh, where, are you getting to travel? I mean, I know the COVID situation and everything. I'm just, just curious. Yeah. I know it's off question, but. Yeah, I travel a little bit, but it's not fun because everything closed. But they just reopened. Yeah, started like this week. Okay, nice. So you get to use a little bit of traveling out there and uh, how that goes. So let's get into it then. Um, let's talk about where your financial journey started at? Where did your where did your financial journey start um, as far as leading you up into getting getting those duplexes? Or I mean, so you joined the army and then and then what happened from there? So my journey started from um, battalion staff duty in 2009, uh, 2019. I remember it was July, late July, August-ish. So I had a 24-hour staff duty with another soldier in my unit. So we just a chat. I said, hey, what's going on? What are you doing right now? He said he was looking for a house. I said, okay, cool. It's good for your family. He, he has a two, a two kids with him. But I didn't realize like I could do that by a house as well because I was single, um, live off post, use BHP my rent. I, just was, I was happy for him, but I didn't really think about if I can do it, same thing. But then he started talking. He said, uh, he said, he talked to our commander by that time, which is Captain Wing. By that time, he told him a lot of stuff about military. You should buy a house. And then when you PCS, rent this house and keep doing every time PCS buy a house. And that was, that was, uh, that was what he did all the time. So when he mentioned the captain, captain did this all the time, it really make me think about, oh, maybe I can do that too. Because being working with this captain, I know he's awesome a leader. I trust his word. If he said that's what he did all the time, I really think I should do that too. So I just thought about this for a couple of weeks. And I was thinking there must be something like the figure factor in that. Otherwise, it sounds too easy. You pocket your VH and it's too easy. But after two weeks, I really, I don't think anything can fail this business. So I put a leave form for two weeks leave. 
in September. <laughs> and then I use this two weeks leave, start looking for a house, and I found my first duplex. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> I, 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 you're talking about you're talking about uh, this Captain Wing guy, man. Like this guy, <laughs> the third person. I don't know. He sounds like a, he sounds like an okay dude. But um, that that's that's amazing. So you so I just want to highlight there, right? So a lot of people will hear information and it pretty much goes in one ear and out the other, right? So right. what what about that information resonated with you? Why why did it just stick and you and you really decided to push forward uh, push forward after that? Because I trust you. If you say that's what you did all the time, that's definitely I need to follow. I'm not expert on everything. So you need to be humble to listen who is the expert in that field. I just follow the instruction. Yeah, I really, I really like that because you know, in the military, very specifically, not every leader is going to be a good leader, great leader, or anything like that. Well, you do have those few leaders that um, actually walk the walk in every aspect of life, whether it's physical fitness, financial fitness, um, relationship fitness, whatever the case may be. And when you do find them, it, it's refreshing. Like you're talking about, it was refreshing to have an officer in front of you or, or a leader in front of you who was showing you the way. He was literally doing it himself. And it makes it easy for somebody just getting started to kind of figure right. out what that, what that blueprint is and move forward. That's awesome. Now, I'm, I want to ask you a question. I'm going to back it up just a little bit because you said that you came over to the States in 2009. Is yeah. that right? So right. what brought you over from China to the States? I came to States for school. Okay. So, yeah, I got my master's degree. And um, since I got, since I arrived in the United States, I love this country. I want, I want to be a part of it. But it was yeah. so hard. It's still so hard for Chinese citizens to get, uh, get naturalized. Okay. So I was waiting and to try to find a way until 2016, I heard there was a program called MAVNI program. That, that recruitment program was able to help immigrants get citizenship. And the, so we, we serve, Army help us get citizenship. So that's how I joined the military. Yeah, and I'm hearing, I'm here. I hear that often um, from from immigrants who want to get national or uh, naturalized, get their citizenship. They'll join the military because you know there's many different reasons to join. But you came into the military with a master's degree, correct? Right. And right. with that program, they would they wouldn't allow you to uh, to commission as an officer. No, because okay. when I joined, I was still Chinese citizen. Okay. Okay. You're learning something every day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe soon, man. Maybe we might see a Lieutenant uh, Wong out there. That'd be pretty, I think that'd be pretty good for the Army. That'd be pretty dope, man. All right, let's take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this awesome episode. If this episode has got you pumped up and you're looking for more ways to learn, network, and take action, make sure you go over to www.militarycashflow.com where we're doing our absolute best to provide our military community with tons of value. Here's just a few things you'll find when you go to militarycashflow.com. You'll find our books. You'll find the Military Cashflow Facebook group where we have thousands of new and experienced military investors networking and asking and answering questions. You'll find our Military Cashflow real estate investing course that teaches you everything you need to know to buy a cash flowing producing asset. We teach you how to find the deal, how to analyze, how to renovate, how to build your team and maintain that property. You'll find our one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. And when you're ready to start taking action and invest, or you're looking just to PCS, we'll even vet and find an investor and military-friendly realtor in your area at zero cost to you. So make sure you head over to www.militarycashflow.com to get access to all these great tools. And lastly, and I would almost say most importantly, make sure you share this information with another military member that might find it valuable. And with that said, let's get back into this episode. Let's get back into the uh, the duplex. Can you go over the, some of the numbers for that and how that went and what that process looked like as far as... Um, as far as you finding it and then you financing it and so on and so forth? So uh, my first duplex, I use a VA loan. So you can avoid the down payment. The first house cost me uh, 117,000. And then because I had a saving, so I just paid off very quick. I use this, uh, 
this property, after I paid off, I used this property to get a refinance for my second duplex. Nice. Yes. So did you not, did you not use a, um, a VA loan or anything like that when your acquisition? For my first uh, uh, duplex, I used a VA loan. And not for the second one though? Not for the second one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a million ways because to skin a K. I got the second one right before I PCS'd. Okay. Since I'm not going to live there anymore, VA not going to be proved. Gotcha. Yeah. Got you. Uh, so I love that because there's a million ways. There's so many ways to buy properties. And, uh, you know, one of the ways that we always preach is the VA loan, which you did for the first one. Now, most of our audience knows we can use that VA loan over and over and over again, right. as long as you have enough eligibility. But that brings up a good point. You were just about to PCS. Now right. that, you know, the lender is going to look at it and be like, well, your military orders say Germany. <laughs> How are you going to use a <laughs> VA loan here? So you have to be creative with that. But I love the idea of the refinance um of the first one but let me ask you what was your thought process uh for paying off the first one you said you had savings what was your thought process behind it right it's just my my culture tradition we have a saving i had a saving when i was 10 years old mm -hmm. so we just don't i just don't want to have any debt i just want to pay off but later on the more I learn about real estate, the more I think maybe I shouldn't do that, but it was too late. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe I should, should use those money to pay as other down payment to get more house. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's okay. So, I mean, so you paid off that first duplex. It's completely paid off. You have one that's free and clear right now. Yeah. Nice. Man, I, there, there's not too many guests that we, we talk to that uh, completely pay it off. But I mean, I'm sure that's a, a freeing feeling that, you know, you don't have to worry about it at all. Like that's just one. Uh, like you said, you have zero debt on that and you're able to cash flow 100 yeah. percent on that on that one property. Uh, so how do you how do you find that duplex? Uh, Realtor.com. Just keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did the yeah. realtor realtor.com would the process look like for you? I mean, so at that point you're an E5, uh, you're just going mm -hmm. out looking for your, your, for, for your first home. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Right. What take, right. Walk, walk us through that. What, like, what, where was your mind at? You know, um, do you have any nervous spots? I mean, especially like talk to the other soldiers that might be going through that or might, uh, be about to go through that right now. What are some things that you know, you were thinking about and what are some of those things that helped you overcome any of those, any thoughts that, you know, that, that might, might have taken you out of um, buying that duplex? Um, really, I didn't have any thought to quit this. I just followed the instruction. As I said, the captain went did this so many times. So they're going to be right. It has to, has to be this way. So I just keep forward. Um, the only thing I was considering is if I don't want this house, can I sell this house? Is someone interesting to buy this house? But I think, I think my house is pretty nice. And also I renovate a little bit. Um, it's pretty cool. Before I, pay, before I paid the house, I hired an uh, inspector to check the house. Really nothing wrong with it. So I was confident if one day I will sell this house, someone will buy it. And also think the house so close to post, you know, solder PCS here, PCS out. Don't worry about customer. You always will have someone. See this, I love this because this is exactly, I would say the opposite of analysis paralysis, right? So many newer investors will hear information, say, say it came from the same person, say it came from Dan and they're hearing it. They're like, okay, I got it. I see what you're saying to do. I see the step-by-step instruction, however, you know, bigger pocket says this, and this says this, and now I got all this information overload. Mm -hmm. And you simplify the process. You say, hey, there's a blueprint. I'm going to follow it. Step one, step two, step three. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am going to do some research to make sure that I'm not just blindly following it, but it's very minimal research. Hey, where's the distance to the post? Make sure the inspection report came back well. Make sure if I had to, could I sell this and get most of my money back, if not more? So it's like, perfect. Now you went in and see the fact that you took action allowed you to acquire four rental units in a very short time. And now you're mm -hmm. sitting back in Germany, living the best life. <laughs> and then you got four rental units and that's just from taking action. So, so kudos to you. That's amazing. And one is completely paid off. That, that's, that's awesome. 
So that duplex, right? What is it? Can you go over some of the numbers? I know you said you bought it for like, I think 117. Now this is in Fort Drum. This is like Watertown, uh, Watertown, mm -hmm. New York. So you, you bought it for 117 and you lived in one unit for a time, right? And then yes. you rented out the other unit. Can you break down some of those numbers and, and what that looked for, like for you? And then also, what did it do for you financially? So uh, I was an E5 receiving BAH with which dependent. I have a second dependence. So the BAH rate was about $1,300. So before I bought a duplex, I paid 900 for rent. I paid for a year because I have no, nobody taught us how to do the real estate, never think about that. So just to pay 900 for a year. And then since I got the duplex, I was able to pocket the BH $1,300 and then receive the rent from tenant $850 every month. Nice. So, so you're receiving $850 every month. You're pocketing, right. your, you're pocketing your BAH, but what was your mortgage at that at, at that time? Mortgage was six fifty ish. Oh yeah. So so wait a minute. So so just to break yeah. that down. So you right. bought a duplex. Good. So the you house see. around the house around uh, Watertown is really old. My duplex was over hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It, it's just old, but it's good foundation. The, the logs from 100 years ago is so, so good, so steady. It's still like the best, not and, bad at all. And that's one thing I love about real estate. I just want to highlight that real quick before we get back to the numbers with Dan, but understand that it, you know, quality construction lasts a very long time. Then when you mm -hmm. maintain it, it lasts even longer. And the most beautiful aspect about real estate that I love is when you own real estate, you truly own the land. So if that mm. house decided to finally have to be torn down or be rebuilt or whatever, it's fine. You have insurance in place for this, something like that, if it was a disaster that caused it. But you also own the land that you can then continue to hold until you have the cash to redevelop again. So you can't go wrong with that. So it doesn't matter if it's 100 years, 200 years old, might yeah. want to do a little bit more inspections, but it doesn't really matter as long as the numbers make sense. But go ahead and get back to the numbers, Dan. Yeah. So, so, so just just to recap really quick, I mean, because I think this is absolute phenomenal. This is literally you are the blueprint, right? Like what, what yeah. you've done is is a blueprint and you can outline and show that to to so many other people and, and how that works. So you're saying you bought an asset for one hundred seventeen thousand dollars. Your mortgage was six fifty and you and you have you're living in one side for free. Your other tenant is paying eight hundred and fifty dollars. So you're essentially, and you were self-managing, correct? You, you weren't, you yes, didn't have at a that time. manager. Yeah. So you were self-managing, you were getting some other experience on being, what on how to uh, manage your properties, right? And what a property manager kind of goes through. So, and you were collecting $850 in rent. So that's $200 that you were cash flowing, right? Mm -hmm. And you were, and you were able to pocket your $1,350, I think you said, for your BAH. $1,300 for BAH. If you're listening to this, really think about that. Just just write down those numbers, and then I want you to think about what that would do for you in your situation. What would you do with an extra, whatever your BH is for your rate uh, for your area? Let's just say it's a thousand dollars. What would you do with an extra thousand dollars a month, and not have to worry about paying rent? So that's essentially, effectively, that's like you know a two thousand dollar difference right there. If you think about what your what your collecting um well i guess it's not really 2000 it's really just the difference in the, in the bh but either way just think about what you would what you can do in your situation and how that would affect you financially uh, i think that's just absolutely phenomenal and you talked about you you did some renovation can you walk us through that and what that looked like and why did you decide to do a uh, renovation um the previous owner had the style previous owner had i didn't like it the carpet i didn't like it it's just easy to get dirty. If the, I was thinking if I move out, someone move in, if they have a pet, they're gonna make it worse. And the wall color, I didn't like it. So I changed, I repaint the wall, took off the wallpaper, um, took out the fireplace. Some people like the fireplace in, in the living room, but I didn't like it. It's styles too old, I feel like. <laughs> so I just changed, changed, changed those things and took off the carpet and put on the vinyl floor. Actually me and another soldier, 
we did this by ourselves. So proud of us. Oh. <laughs> we learned new tools. <laughs> I, did a, I did a painting with um, another friend. It's, she was a soldier too. So just all self, we all did by ourselves. And I did upstairs. So later on, my tenants moved out. So I was able to paint the upstairs before next tenants move in. I did that with another friend. Yeah, so we all did it by ourselves. You're just getting free labor all over the place. Yeah, man. that's crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's why I think, you have friends. Exactly. And I think that's so important for people to hear is because uh, a lot of people getting started want to say, hey, I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have time. But understand that, you know, your first one, it can be slower. You can take your time. You can do all the repairs yourself. You can do the paint, change out the mm -hmm. floors. You can, you know, make those small repairs. YouTube it or Google it while you're doing it. You know, get a friend to help you. And all in all, once that first one is up, the experience that you got from there, even if it took you three months longer, four months longer than the typical timeline, that's okay. That's okay because mm -hmm. now you're cash flowing. You have these beautiful properties up and running. You now know the process. Mm -hmm. And so the next time it can be much smoother. And if you don't want to do it yourself, you at least now know what to tell the contractor to do yeah. in order to get it rented. And know what right looks like for the most part. Too. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So so uh, I want to just touch a, a few more things on the duplex before we move on to the uh, move on to the next one um, and, and how you chose to do that. But with this one, um, I remember, I remember you, you telling me you had um, property management issue. Well, not property management issue. You were having some issues with your tenants. Um, what are some of the things you learned as a property manager? Because you just you chose to self manage what, um, and that's something that a lot of uh, investors don't do. But I think it's it's crucial to your development as a real estate investor, right? Because I think that's just something that that everyone should do at some point, just to kind of get a feel for it, right? Um, what are some of the reasons why you chose to self-manage? And then two, what are some of the experiences that you went through that, that helped you in your next, um, your next deal? Okay, so when I bought the house, the tenants was there already for five years. So at that point, I feel like it kind of waste to hire a prime manager to do the job. And because I was living there as well. So I didn't hire the prime manager at that time. But later on, the tenant, the ten since the tenants were there for five years, I'm a single Asian female owner, new owner. So the tenants thought he, he was the owner of this house because he's there longer. So he told me something about the house, whatever, but I didn't like it. I feel like he took advantage of me and later on, he, we had a heat issue. The, 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 the fireplace he'd been using for five years was fine until I moved in. He picked something. He said, "Hey, this one needs to fix." Blah blah blah. And I said, "Okay, I can change the fireplace, but it cost me another three thousand. I said, "If I do that, I want to raise the rent a little bit. Maybe it's twenty, thirty dollars. Or I can change the electricity heat system, which costs me less, but your bill will goes up. So let me know which option you want to go." Either rent go higher a little bit or the, the, the gas bill go higher. It's up to you. Let me know. He didn't let me know. And then later on, he complained. He said, hey, um, I need my full rent back because I didn't have a heat. He did have a heat. He got a heater from his friend. I offered a heater as well, but he, he, he said, oh, I'm okay with my friend heater. Then later on, he complained. He wanted the whole rent back. I said, no. I give you option and you didn't let me know what, what you want. And then he tried to sue me by our um, complaint. Then COVID happened, the court closed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so after that, he moved out. He moved out and then I was done with this property manager. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So because you need to learn the, the law stuff, I don't have time for this. So the, the, the lessons I learned from this, let professionals do professionals, let them do their job. 10% yes. is not bad. It's, it's worth it, no headache. That, so after yeah. that, Go ahead, keep going, keep going. Yeah, after that, hire a property manager. Yeah, yeah I'm I, local. I, I think the property manager thing is so underrated. Everybody wants to do it in the beginning and that's perfectly fine. But you quickly learned that it wasn't, that wasn't your thing. You didn't like it. You didn't enjoy it. Um, you're exactly right. I abide by that. Hire a professional 
right out the gate, let them do their job. That's what mm -hmm. they do. They know the law, mm -hmm. they answer the calls, they deal with the complaints, they deal with all the negotiations. You sit back and you get your paycheck and you don't have to worry about doing this mm -hmm. stuff with the, with the tenant. So uh, that 10%, you know, it, it may seem a lot to some people across the board, but 10% to pay for peace of mind. Oh, I'll do it all day, every day, all day. <laughs> peace of mind and your property. Cause I mean, a property manager's yeah. job should really be to save you money. Right. So mm -hmm. if your property manager is not in, in a sense, um, saving you that 10% by going and inspecting your home, making sure that your tenant doesn't mess it up. Mm -hmm. or, or my property manager send out emails with like just little small things like the, the AC, like, hey, change your little AC and they come and do an, an inspection once a year just to maintain the property and see what it looks like. I mean, that deferred maintenance, what deferred maintenance is when you, you know, um, things, things don't happen or things don't get fixed in your property over time. And it it, it tends to cost more money over time if it doesn't get fixed early, right? Okay. So, I mean, if you think about it, your property manager should be catching a lot of those things in your absence while you're not doing it. And then also they deal with the tenants. Um, they're they're um, uh, collecting, collecting rent. They're dealing with those difficult tenants, helping you make those decisions as far as uh, all right, this tenant's been here for five years. He might not have been paying market rent. I, I can almost bet he wasn't paying market rent at that time. If he, if he lived there for five years, he probably didn't get his, his rent increased at all. And, and he was paying 850 at first, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I mean, maybe that place really should have been 900 or 950, but he'd been living there for five years. So didn't change that at all. Um, and then it seems like he already had a, um, a somewhat of a, somewhat of a complex saying like, you know, this is pretty much my property. I've here, lived here longer than you type, yeah. type deal. So, but they deal with all that stuff, which is, which is extremely um, helpful. And just like Mike said, is, is, is a big uh, peace of mind. Uh, issue right there. So you went and you hired a different property manager and uh, you put a new tenant in and did that, did you increase rent at that point or did you fix any of those issues at that point or, or how, what did that look like? So after the, the difficult tenant moved out, I repaint the upstairs. I think that's all I did. Oh, I changed the curtain. Yeah, little things make house looks nice. It's easy for the uh, advertise. So yeah, I got my second tenant. Perfect. Married soldier, but spouse not at for John. So basically, he's single in there. No issues at all. Never even mentioned the heat, huh? Never. <laughs> I changed the furniture, by the way. Yeah. I paid, I paid 3000 but the rent went up as well. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's excellent. That's excellent. So hired the property manager. Um, and now, now you, you moved out at that point, right? So what does that right. property look like now for you? Past income. Passive income. So are, were, were, how much were you able to rent your unit out for that you were uh, previously uh, in? Right now, both units run out as A95. Nice. And the property, property manager charged 8.5%. Nice. Because I have nice. a two duplex, so he gave me a better deal. Yeah, you know, See, I got and, I got the two duplexes now, so you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and I love that because uh, you know everybody's worried about the ten percent, ten percent, ten percent. But if you truly intend to be a real estate investor, in the sense of hey, this is a lifelong accumulation of properties and wealth, then your portfolio is going to grow. And if you establish a decent sized portfolio in whatever that area is, you can always negotiate for those management fees. And, mm. and I abide by that because, you know, everywhere I go, it doesn't matter what market, I want to try to get at least like four to five doors at a bare minimum because now you have bargaining power, right? Now you have mm. uh, economies of scale and things of that nature. And you're already seeing that just by being able to reduce the property management. And you guys can do the math, you know, 1.5% a month may not seem like a lot, but if you add that up year over year over year as rents increase and everything else, absolutely. That's a huge savings. That's another good one. So, so you're just straight up cash flowing freaking basically $1,800, around $1,800 free and clear. And I'm not even worrying about anything that that is absolute. Hey, I'm yes. clapping. If you guys, <laughs> you guys listen, I'm clapping it up for, for uh, Sarah Wong over here, she's just absolutely crushing it, and that that's amazing. So, um, so you moved out, and right before you moved, right before you moved, you started looking for another duplex. Um, 
why can you walk us through that process and where your mind was at during that time? Was it just, Hey, I want to accumulate. I'm, I'm, I'm an accumulation mood right now. Or I'm an acquisition mood right now. Or um, what were you, what were you thinking during that time? Okay. Actually in the May, May, 2020, I thought about ETS. I was stuck at for drum for too long. Because <laughs> I, was, I had some difficult time because my background, I was born in China. I got fled in the army for foreign ties and the financial ties. So I was, I was fighting for the case for 17 months. I was kind of like, if you don't fix now, I'm done. So I, I thought about ETS. And then also bring me next question. What was my plan? what I'm gonna do. So I want to do the real estate and also I want to buy a house before I ETS. That way I don't worry about like no job for three months or whatever. But in order to apply a loan, you need a W-2, you need an income. So I was thinking, okay, time to buy another one before I ETS. So I will start searching house uh, for the second house to prepare the ETS. So around the same time, September-ish, I started looking for the second house. And then I reached out to my first realtor agent, and she was, she was wonderful. So we worked together. I found the house a month later, October, and started the process with the bank. Nice. And that's, that's an ultimate hedge, and that's not something I, I've, I've heard very often. So you're like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about ETS, and I think I might get out. Let me just figure out something um, to to uh, bring in consistent cash flow, right? Um, and allow me to kind of gather myself and figure out what I'm going to do, and while I create my plan, right? I'm assuming that's kind of that's what it sounds like was, was your mindset at that point. And I want to do real estate anyway, so I might as well go ahead and do this while I have the W two and the pay to support to support me, right? So I think that's a great idea um, for. I guess those that are ETS, that's something to consider for sure. Um, especially if you can, if you can pay out, pay off a duplex cash or pay off uh, an asset cash in this, and then cash flow free and clear, which is, which is amazing. So started looking, you got your, your realtor um, and you guys work together mm -hmm. to find your, your duplex, uh, your next duplex. Um, were, were you looking at, were you looking around the same area? Were you looking, I mean, were you trying to look around the same area? And then how did, like, what was the result of that? Yeah, same area for sure. As long as it's close to post, it's, it's fine with me. So still um, a Watertown area. Yeah, just do the same thing. Just repeat. Realtor.com. <laughs> Go check out. Yeah, that's it. Too easy. I love it, man. They, she made it say, she said it's easy, easy. <laughs> Y'all hear that? But that, but that, I love that because you don't overcomplicate it. So many people overcomplicate it, but guys, real estate is one asset class that is so forgiving. Like just run your numbers, keep it general. What's going to be the mortgage payment? What's the rehab? And will it cash flow? What's it going to rent for? Is it in a good location that I'm comfortable with where I have property management that can handle it? Yes, 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 across the board, great, go for it. Now, let's say something happens next year and a big expense happens. Okay, yes, you may have to do insurance. Yes, you may have to pay and get the repair fixed, but guess what? That repair is now a tax write-off. It hedges against your taxes, great. Now you hold it for the next 10 years. You're gonna have appreciation, depreciation, cash flow. It will all balance out. Like just, it's one of the most forgiving asset classes. So if you don't complicate it, you can scale just as quickly as Mincy's doing. Like it's amazing. So good stuff. Yo, that's <laughs> awesome. All right, so so let's look, walk us through the second duplex. What it looked like? Would you? Uh, you said you did a different financing uh, method this time. Why did Why did you choose a different financing method? And then can you just walk us through the numbers and what that looked like? Yeah, the VA loan wasn't got approved for sure at that point. Um, and then I compared the interest to rate. I did talk to like three, four banks, and then and the local bank, one of the local bank gave me the best interest. Two, one to five, something like that was low, the lowest one. So I picked this one, and the, she, the the banker, helped me go through the process. But during the COVID, because of COVID, so the process took actually four months to complete. Yeah. So I 
find the house October. I closed the house three days before PCS in February, three days. Yeah, I closed the house on Wednesday. I left for drum on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. All right, so went to a local bank, went to a local bank. And uh, you, you got, got some interest rate for an investment loan at that time. You, uh, you didn't think you were going to be able to use the, the VA loan knowing that you were literally about to leave. So yeah. uh, <clears throat> didn't think you were going to be able to, to use the VA loan to, to help, help that qualify. It probably would have took longer, actually, if you would have used the VA loan. But I do want to touch on something. If, if, you, um, if she didn't have orders, um, she, she would, you would have easily been able to, to use the VA loan, but that's, I mean, that's okay. Just for others out there listening, if you're thinking, hey, um, I, I'm about to PCS, but you don't have orders yet, you can still use your VA loan to, to buy that next property if, you know, or buy, or buy a property um, if you need to, because as you know, we're in the military. Sometimes your orders might get canceled. You know what I mean? So the, the point is with the, using the VA loan, you, you must intend to occupy. So you can still... Uh, write an offer, get get accepted, start going through the process because you intend to occupy uh, that residence. Um, and then if you get orders, even if you got orders two days after, you know, closing on the property, I mean, it, it's still fine because you intended to actually occupy that residence. So uh, just, just wanted to throw that out there, but use a different loan product, went to a local bank this time mm-hmm. and you got a, a rental loan. Um, what did, what did, the um what did that process look like you said four months but um how close was it to your your first duplex and then can you walk us through some of those numbers as well so the second house is even cheaper because second house is even older it's 150 years old something like that and the loan uh the price was uh 95 for duplex with two tenants already there for four years, good deal. I can smell cash when I saw this house. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, why, why searching for the second house? I saw another unit, five, uh, another, du- not duplex, one unit, five, five units. Mm-hmm. Four, one, 140,000-something. When I saw the picture, I called my realtor agent right away. Hey, let's set up an appointment. I can smell cash on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and she called and said, oh, too late. Someone already make appointments, penny or whatever. So, oh, and then I found this one. 95 is not bad at all. Hey, that's great. 95,000 for a duplex. You almost got a five unit there for 145, which would have been... That's crazy though. So we're talking about, if you're listening, we're talking about all in the matter of what, a year, maybe a, a, like a little over a year and some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. All this yeah. happened within. Good. Okay. So, so you close on that second property for 95, you had two tenants in it already. What were they paying? Uh, they pay a 75 and the 800. <laughs> Jeez, over so oh my gosh, so over sixteen hundred dollars your cash flow on on a on a a property that's ninety five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only is, went to this house twice. No, nope. and then that's a cash. That is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely amazing. And with your mortgage is like what three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars? No, 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 not that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's nine hundred or something. Okay. Nine hundred, yeah. Okay, but even still, I mean, so, so your cash flow, your cash flow on seven hundred ish dollars on um on on a rental property plus the free and clear duplex that you have right now, which is that's absolutely amazing. And on top of that, you know, you're gonna be able to take advantage of some appreciation. I know Watertown doesn't appreciate yeah. as much, um, but you you're able to take um uh, advantage of some appreciation. Then the debt pay down, that's the big thing on that, especially that, that $95,000 one, the debt pay down, the tax advantages and everything and the cash flow and everything else that comes with um, owning that, owning those rental properties. So that's, that's phenomenal. Um, you know, kudos to you. It's just, it's just so 
awesome to see, you know, you doing, you just doing amazing things out there. When you told me you had the second duplex or you're, you're doing the second duplex, I was like jumping up and down. And then, you know, like you guys know, <laughs> if you guys don't know already, you guys have probably heard about me talk about a couple soldiers and, and this is one of them. Um, if you listen to some past episodes, I've been like, Hey, you know, I got two soldiers that they went and bought two duplexes already. And it's just, it's just awesome to hear um, you guys just just crushing it and, and you completely changed your your financial trajectory. Not to say you're doing bad before, but this is another level and this is another uh, another level to your your growth um, in, in the you know financial space. Right. It's your personal finance. And then you can take this and teach this to your soldiers. Right. And you can take this and you can teach this to your family members. And it just it just doesn't stop. Right. So um, I, I just I just love everything about your story. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm deploying next month. Right now, I'm really want to save money during the deployment and go back to Watertown. That's my goal next year. Go back one more. I, I don't want to live there for sure, but it's real good. Uh, it's really good real estate business area. And I, and I love that because that, that goes back to the old adage of invest where it makes sense. You yeah. know, live where you want, live where you need to, but invest where it makes sense. And you've now found you a nice little market where everything works the way that you know it does and the way that you like it. So yeah, go all in, right? Get you 10 mm -hmm. units, maybe 20 units. And then once that, that, that uh, when you feel like you have a solid foundation in that market, now explore somewhere else when your when your cash flow is ten thousand dollars a month fifteen thousand dollars a month okay great this is stabilized now i can explore a different market but i, I love that plan absolutely go over there buy it all if you need a partner <laughs> let me know <laughs> you got some good cash flow yeah, Water, watertown's a great cash flow market that's one thing i definitely realized up there it's an excellent cash flow market so I, i'm just happy to happy to see you do that one time uh hopefully we'll get um uh, specialist Ajit on here to tell his story too. He's another one that got two duplexes. Actually, he's about to sell his house to another soldier in hey. the unit. Yeah, it's all nice. good. That's all good. Um, yeah. But but yeah. So so now that you've gotten these two duplex, you, these two duplex. I know you're in Germany right now, and it seems like you said you're saving saving money. So and you're going to deploy, and then you're going to come back, and then you're going to go back to Watertown and buy more. Knowing what you know now, <clears throat> are you going to do anything differently or? Um, is there, is there, do you have any, I guess, lessons learned for, uh, for someone that might be trying to do the same thing? I'm probably going to do the same thing. Yeah, it's easy, wonderful. Why not? Yep. <laughs> Just repeat, burst strategy. Yep. If it ain't broke, <laughs> don't fix it. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's just great, man. I'm just, I'm super happy over here, man. My heart's full right now. It's just, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. You opened this window in my life. What's that? You opened this window in my life. Yeah, Changed my life. That's great, man. That's great. It's, it's great to see you taking action and doing it. Um, are you going to, are you going to start scaling up? Or are you going to continue to go for duplex? Is that going to be like your, um, your thing, duplexes and, and small multifamilies or is your plan to eventually start scaling up as well? Uh, I, I don't, I don't want single family, minimum duplex, if more unit, even better. Nice. But duplex, uh, single family, I'm not fine about single family. I was thinking single family, you already for a family with kids. With kids, they can destroy the house even they're so little. <laughs> Yeah, so True. I'm not ready for single family yet. Just a duplex. Okay. So yeah. sticking to the duplexes. Sticking to the duplexes. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right. So yeah. So I, I don't really have any other questions right now, man. I, I'm just I'm just I'm just too happy over here. I'm just super yeah. happy over here. You know. So you got anything, Mike? No, no, no. So I mean, now that you have this experience and you've walked the you've walked a mile in the shoes of not only being a soldier, but now being a, a beginner real estate investor to some to a place where you're confident, and you're comfortable now, what would be a piece of advice that you would give any soldier who's who's contemplating how to start their journey? What advice would you give them? If only one word, I will pick execution. You just do it. Yeah. You just do it. You have a lot of great idea, opinion, whatever. If you just keep in your mind, it means nothing. Just do it. Don't think too much. Don't think about the insurance, 
the credit uh, score or whatever. No, credit score, the bank will help you figure it out. And the insurance, it's the business. You're gonna have some cost no matter what. But you know, this is this gonna be a successful business for sure. So just do it. Don't think too much. I love it. Like Nike, just do it. You know, uh, Dale, Dale Carnegie um, said that uh, book knowledge without application without application is basically a waste and I forget his exact quote but people can study 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 but without actually taking action mm -hmm. it's pointless and so I love yeah. your point just execute just do it because that process of trial and error is how you learn you will learn so mm -hmm. much just by doing it and once you do it once it becomes easier to do it again and then mm -hmm. it becomes easy just like Vincy said <laughs> all right so now you're dropping all this knowledge you know you're you're in germany currently but if people wanted to reach out to you to get some tips and tricks of how you did it or learn more about watertown they might be trying to steal your steal your investment <laughs> area but nonetheless how can people get in touch with you oh uh, i can be fun on facebook yeah i don't have other social medium just facebook first name last name yeah I love it. And we'll be sure to put that in the show notes, but, and that's another perfect example, guys. I, I, you know, people talk about, oh, in order to be successful in real estate, you have to have all of these platforms and be on all this. Nope. She's got Facebook. That's it. Facebook, make sure you follow the military cash flow page. Oh, yes. I love it. Oh, Shameless plug. Oh, yes. oh. We didn't like pay that. her for that, guys. We didn't pay her for that. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Well, you need to keep educating yourself, keep learning, stop it, don't stop. You, yeah. You're not an expert, you be humble, learn from other people. So I watch the, I follow the group and the, follow the YouTube. I love it, man, I nice. love it. Yeah, you can never, you never know everything. You all, we're constant <laughs> lifelong learners. There's gonna be somebody that gets a lot of information um, out of this. And, and the thing we love about um, interviewing different guests is everybody has a, uh, a different journey, right? Uh, even even though they might be investing in the exact same thing, their journey might be different. And that there there might be something that you said, like the Mabney piece. I'm sure there's somebody out there listening that might be going through the same thing and and thinking and thinking, man, she is like me. I right. if she can if she can do that, then I can do that too, right? So and, and that's the thing I love about highlighting different people's story um, and then putting it out to the world to share because everybody gains a, a, a little bit of something off of every single episode because there, there's something here that resonates with someone right and and i hope that you know if you're listening to this you do reach out to uh Sarn wong there and um and get that advice man um she's there she's extremely intelligent uh extremely intelligent person very very hard working i can't say enough great things uh, about her um and you know she's got my stamp of approval you know what i mean so <laughs> Uh, so definitely, definitely military cash flow certified, man. So definitely uh, go check her out. Uh, listen, listen to um, uh, ask for advice. I'm sure she'll be happy to help. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate that. Um, and it, uh, that's pretty much it, man. Um, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit the like button, hit that notification bell, uh, leave a comment below. Let us know um, if you have any questions for uh, Sarn Wong. I'm sure she'll she'll uh, answer back on the the YouTube page. Um, if you're watching this on on or if you're listening to this, excuse me, on podcasts, and make sure you leave us a review. We really appreciate those. Um, other than that, just join the Facebook group and you can get in contact with all of us there. Um, if you have any questions, a large group there that's that's um, readily available to help you out with any questions that you may have um, regarding real estate or anything else that's involving cash flow, right? Military cash flow. So uh, with that, um, this is Dan Wynn. Mike Glassby. Signing off.